last Wednesday, he spoke about what? Being who? Where? In him? Christ within. I spoke about Christ within. Let, let's look at some aspect this evening. See we direct us into prayer. But I'm going to speak about in Christ. And, and I'm not going to say mostly it's not like in Christ you are, in Christ you are, because I know it's, when I say in Christ, it's so easy to say like, okay, we're going to go into, you are this way in Christ, you are this way in Christ, you are this way in Christ. But just follow what, uh, what I've received inside of me and, and let's see what God will do with his word. His word is powerful. Hallelujah. A statement here I want to make is the effectiveness of Jesus our Lord in his earthly ministry was not because he was the son of God. Was he the son of God? Yes, he was. But because he knew, because he knew his assignment. It wasn't because he was the son of God. Of course we know he was the son of God. But it's because he knew his assignment. He knew his assignment. Let's go to Mark chapter 1 so that you can see that this from the scriptures. Uh, Mark 1, 32 to 39. Look at this. Uh, let's go together in step by step. But look at what it says here. At the evening, when the sun has set, they brought to him all who are sick and who are demon-possessed. And then he says, and the whole city was gathered together at the door. Now, now remember, the Bible doesn't exaggerate. When he says the whole city, it's not you saying like everyone was in the party and we know that we weren't there. You understand? But when he says the whole city, that's exactly what he says. Uh, then... Then he healed men who are sick. Who are sick? Then he healed men who are sick with various diseases, and cast out many demons, and did not allow the demons to speak because they knew him. You see error about uh, what what we see mostly, and people say that you know, tell us, tell us where you, where you, where did you come in? And and Jesus didn't do that actually. In fact, I think if I'm right with this. Uh, that's, that's fine, but I think I am. In um, only once did he ask. Because remember, he had conversation on those demons started saying that don't cast us out, out there. And he, he cast out, send them to the pigs. Into the pigs, you remember that? That's the only place I find. Of course, if you find another place, wonderful. But I'm emphasizing he, he had no conversation with the demons. And we find so much in our local televangelists. They want to converse the thing that is thrilling to the people. Not so. Every believer has been given authority over demons. So, so, but, but he didn't. He didn't allow them to go back to their place. Then he healed them. He did not allow the demons to speak. Listen this, because they knew him. Because they knew him. And then he says, uh, now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who are with him searched for him. And when they found him, they said to him, everyone is looking for you. That was not what he came for. 
Listen to what he says. Everyone is looking for you. But he said, he said to them, let us go into the next towns. What is the natural thing to do? I'm so popular here. I need to stay right here. You understand? I need to plant some churches here. People are so excited for, the, I'm, I'm their celebrity, not him. <laughs> not him. He wasn't looking for that. Remember, he's, he was effective in his earthly ministry because he knew his assignment. And our assignment is not in the popularity. Our assignment is in obeying the Father. It's not asking everyone, how do you feel about it? What do you think? Am I doing good? Ever been there? How do you feel about it? Am I doing good? Praise God if I'm doing good. He knew his assignment, and he says this, let us go into the next towns that I may preach there also, because, he said this, that I may preach, mark what, that I may preach there also, because for this purpose I have come forth. And then if you could see there from the context, you say, actually, I've come for this purpose, I came to preach. But not to be contained in one place. Even if they think I'm popular. Here, I'm going to another, other cities. You see that? Now look at this. So, that's one of it. Because he, he knew his assignment. Let's go to, let's, let us look at, let us, let us look at Luke. <laughs> Luke 4, 42 and 44. Now when it was day, he departed and went into a deserted place and the crowd sought him. Crowd. Crowd sought him and, and came to him and tried to keep him from leaving them. We can buy you land over here. Pastor, don't leave us. <laughs> Amen. I'll, we, we'll give you, now instead of riding a donkey, we'll give you even, uh, 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 what, horses. That, that's like, uh, we'll buy you some good vehicles. Stay here, pastors. Not him. He was, he was pursuing his assignment. Look at this. And, and go back there, please. And he says, and came to him and tried to keep him from leaving them. Wow. He was free from men. You understand? I'm telling you, that's, that's liberty. When you all are freed from the fear of men, that's liberty. Do you know how many times we are kept from doing what we are called to do by the fear of men? Oh, don't keep quiet as if you don't know what I'm talking about. How many times have you known what to do and you've gone around asking so many people until you lost even the courage to do it? Huh? And I'm not saying that you don't seek for counsel. You, you understand? That's not at all what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about knowing your assignment. Us knowing our assignment. Knowing what you are called to do. And, and then he says this, and uh, from leaving them, but he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, because for this purpose I have been sent. So are you seeing that he knew what he, what he was doing? Are we seeing that he knew his assignment? In other words, popularity or even people straining him, constraining, that's the word, constraining him, that wasn't going to move him. 
he was fulfilled, he was, he was in for an assignment. That's critical, church. Now look at this. Let me make another statement here. He first knew who he was in the eyes of the Father. He first knew who he was in the eyes of the Father, his Father, God, and well understood what he was on the earth for. He first knew who he was in the eyes of the Father, and then also he well understood what he was here on earth for, or why, why he was on, is it what? What he was here for, or why he was here, or what was here for. That's English. Yeah, that's English, yeah. That's not uh, Kimeru. Okay, just checking. <laughs> but, but, but are you seeing that? Are you seeing what I'm, I'm saying? Did you, say, did you get that right? I'll say it again. He first knew who he was in the eyes of the Father, and he well understood what, why he was on the earth, or what he was on the earth for. I think either, either way goes. Okay? And then he relied on his relationship with the Father through the Holy Spirit to empower him in the fulfillment of his assignment. He relied on his relationship with the Father through the Holy Spirit to empower him in the fulfillment of his assignment. He knew he could not fulfill his assignment without the Father and the Holy Spirit. In other words, Jesus was not self-reliance. He was God-reliant. Reliant? Reliance. Yeah. Reliant, yeah. He was. Have you seen that? <clears throat> Let's go to John 8 to validate what I've just said. John 8. I like John 8. It's the time I told you to read John 8. I hope you got it with the revelation. John 8, 28 to 30. So he knew, he first knew he was in the eyes of the Father. That's important. Now, now think about this. We have to know who we are. Remember those demons, you couldn't allow them to speak because they knew him. You remember, that's what we, we just read in the scriptures, because they knew him. Now look at this, what he says. Then Jesus said to them, when you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I'm he, and that I do nothing of myself. Wow. Nothing of myself, but as my Father taught me, I speak these things. You see, he was God, he was Father reliant. Okay? He says this, as, as I do nothing of myself. As my Father taught me, I speak these things. One of our big problems and failure in our assignment, uh, in our assignment on this earth is we are self-reliant or people-reliant. I'm not throwing out counsel. But we have to seek the Lord to know exactly what he wants us to do. In other words, our assignment has to be clear. How would I know it? By our fellowship with the Father through the Holy Spirit. It has to be clear in our, 
in our hearts what, what we, are, we are called to do. And, and he says this, but as my father taught me, I speak these things. Do you think it, it taught him in heaven? No, I don't think so. Remember, he came as a man. He's been taught by relying on him on a daily basis. Remember, he says, oh, let, go quickly if you're able to, please, to 32 of Isaiah, Isaiah 32. Let me see if I can say some things there. In Isaiah 32. Isaiah 32, let's see. Just a moment. Just a moment. Oh, she did bread him and cast it into the holy God. Just 32. Oh, dear. Let's see over here. Hmm. Just a moment. Gesharada bakro shideba. Ye brandambre stede kestero shideba kasada. See over here. Thank you, Lord, for your help here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isaiah 54. You believe in covenant? You believe in covenant? Look at this in, in uh in verse verse 13. It's covenant. He says this oh, all your children shall be taught by the Lord. Huh? All your children shall be taught by the Lord, and grace shall be the peace of your children. Amen. Now, do, do you think like you'll be seeing a hand in heaven? Many, many take a person. No, no, no. It's, it's, just, it's just knowing the Holy Spirit. Remember in that John 16, he says, when the Spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. He will take what is mine and he will declare it to you. And Jesus said this, all that the Father has is mine. Therefore have I said he will take of mine, which is all what the Father has, and shall what? Declare, which actually is what? Teach. Remember the Holy Spirit is a teacher. So he's come to teach us. But listen to this, all our children shall be taught by the Lord, and us believers supposed to be taught by the Lord. But look at this. It's not automatic. We must listen to him to teach us on a daily basis. His wisdom is infinite. We have to listen to him. So all the children, your children shall be taught by the Lord. And grace shall be the peace of your children. In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be what? Far from oppression. That's what... That's, that's the fruit of being taught by the Lord. Far from oppression, for you shall not fear. And from terror, for he shall not come near you. That's the fruit of being taught by the Holy Spirit. Indeed, they shall surely assemble, but not because of me. Because you've been taught by the Lord. Say this. He says, if you have been taught by the Lord and we have been led by the Spirit, now God takes it personal. Anyone who deals with you is dealing with God. Are you seeing that? Now that's, look at this, we're talking about in Christ, that means in union with him. In union with him. That's covenant. 
Have you seen that? Now, now look at this then. Let's go back then to our scripture. Why don't you go read in your own time and shout and dance in a cold day until you sweat? <laughs> All right? So then, so he understood what he was on the earth for, and he relied on his relationship with the Father through the Holy Spirit to empower him the fulfillment of his assignment. And they say this, and I do nothing of myself, but as my Father has taught me, that says, uh, that's John 8, 28, 30, I speak these things. I'm still going to read a certain scripture about that or being taught by the Lord. You ready? Let's go to First Corinthians chapter 2. <clears throat> First Corinthians chapter 2. Look at verse 12. Verse 12. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world. Thank God not. <laughs> All right. Right there, that's a place. Oh, thank you, Lord, not. And he says this. But the Spirit was from God. Now look at what follows next. But the Spirit was from God that we might know the things that God has freely given to us by God. That, 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 that have been freely given to us by God. Wow, the purpose according to this scripture of the Holy Spirit coming upon us is that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. You see that? What are we look? What is our subject? In in why we went to this scripture? Taught. Remember that. Don't forget that. Taught. I see. I'm taking you back there so that you don't think like we went to Noah and the Ark of the Covenant. You know. And <laughs> no, we're taught. Okay. All right. Now look at this. What follows next? These things. Which things? That we have been freely given to us, that have been freely given. It's so good to see you close by, girl. Where have you been? <laughs> These things which have been freely given to us by God, he says this, we also speak. Let me show you something over there. This ought to make you realize that nothing that you have been given by God manifests without us speaking. We call those things that be not as though they were. Are you seeing that? And God says he saw what he saw, but he didn't speak what he saw. He spoke what he desired. Are, are you seeing that? Now, now this, these things we also speak. The things that have been re freely given by God, we speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches. So if it's not what from out of man's wisdom, that means it's coming from who? Which follows next? But which the Holy Spirit teaches. You shall be taught by the Lord. Say, I'm taught by the Lord. Now you may be here, you may say like, yeah, you're seeing this man who's a small, you know, he's, he's, he's tall only in the heart, but walking around and speaking over here. But if you listen, you'll be taught by the Lord. And you walk out of this place and taught by the Lord. And you don't say like that pastor taught me. You say, you oh my goodness, the Lord taught me. Because he knew exactly what I needed. 
Now expect to go out of this place with answers. Amen? Now look at this. These things which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing what? Spiritual things with spiritual. Because that's where life begins. God is spirit. God created everything and is spirit. So life begins right there. The new creation actually is that we haven't entered into eternal life in God. Now, okay, let's go back to, but I wanted you to see that. Now, go read those scriptures in your own time. And I, when I, I look at this, these things, we also speak, not in what one's, what's which man's wisdom teaches. When I see that, do you know what I think of? Because this is not, not what which man's wisdom is teaching. Anyone went to school where you are taught of how to speak in tongues? Now start this way. You remember that nothing happened like that? You just all of a sudden you spoke in tongues. Just coming from your spirit. Now, so let's go back to John 8. 28, I'm getting excited here and uh, barely moving. But anyway, we didn't come to move. We came to receive. Yeah, man, you can move. <laughs> can move so fast and not receive anything. But look at this then. And he who sent me, verse 29, is with me. Tell us, Jesus, how can he be with you? Your earth is in heaven. Oh, he knew what he was talking about. Look at what follows next. The Father has not left me alone. What follows next? For I always do those things that please him. What does that mean? I'm in his assignment. I'm the saint one. I'm a messenger. I'm one with the Father. Now that's wonderful church. Sometimes because one has bought a plot there, we want to buy a plot there because they have invested in cryptocurrency. Or currency, and uh, we want also to go over there and look at those things for our iris to be taken. And be given 7,000. <laughs> That's madness. That's madness. Instead of listening to what God is saying for us to do. I remember being asked, like, you know, like, <laughs> uh, by my peers, then we are in our 20s. So, Davison, are you going to get married? Oh, I'm, going, I'm not thinking about that. I'll get married when the Lord tells me to. He said, what do you mean by that? So, do you have a girlfriend? What for? I don't need to have girlfriends to get married. I said, how will you know when it's time for you to get married? The Lord will speak to me. Oh, come on now. But you need to have coffee with someone. I don't have that time. And sure enough, when time came to get married, I knew. When the avocado tree it, it comes to, to, for it to bear fruit, you don't have God commanding it. You'll see the flowers in the morning and they wait for some few, few weeks, you'll see the avocados. Is that not so? <laughs> <laughs> you don't go commanding bear, bear, bear fruit. No, it's time to tomb. That's it. Now, and that is actually flowing in the seasons of God in your life. Jesus was born at the appointed time. He was, listen to this, even when they thought they would push him down the cliff, they couldn't. In other words, 
he was a man in, a, in his assignment, he could not be crushed by anything, could not be destroyed by anyone. Now, God, God's word is true, church. Now, so he says, my father is not, uh, my, um, the father has not left me alone. Let me show you in him, we have the same promise. Hmm? Let's go to Hebrews 12. In him we have the same promise. So we have seen the promise of the Holy Spirit is the same. We've seen that? Only a few of us? Show you. Right. Praise God. In uh, Hebrews 12, is it 13, sorry. 13 verse 5. <clears throat> Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. That's, that's a good admonition right there. Be content with the things, such, such things as you have. For he himself said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Oh God, oh God, why have you left me? Oh God, read your Bible. Read your Bible. You see, if we don't know the will, we pray error. You should have heard what I've just said. If we don't know the will, we pray error. Oh God, oh God, you've, you've forsaken me. You spend the whole night wasting your time. Instead of mixing, go and find the will and say, God, you've said this. I don't feel like you are around me. I just don't feel it. But God, because your word is true, I believe it. Oh, God, I'm, oh, I feel like crying because I don't feel anything at all. But God, your word is true. You see, that's, I, that's being honest. You understand? I don't feel good at all, God. I don't. I've... Oh, God, I feel like I'm defeated. But your word is true. When I'm weak, I'm strong. Oh, God. But the other one is, Oh, God, you forsaken me. Oh, God, you forsaken me. My God, my God. Sabakathani. Sabakathani. What is Sabakathani? Did you hear Jesus ever pray that? He just cried out that on the cross once. Eloi, Eloi. Hey. <laughs> you are not ready to be crucified. You are not ready to be thrown into, the, into, into Hades. You can't pay the price for anyone. He paid the price. Praise God. Now can you see when we know the will how easy it is? Do you know if you read that scripture, as a Holy Spirit, tongue-talking believer, you, live, you read that, God, you've said it. God, I don't feel like it. God, I feel like crying the whole day and doing nothing, really. I don't feel like it. But Lord, you've said you'll never leave me nor forsake me. God, forgive me if any place that I've, I've, I really I don't feel right. I don't, I don't, I've not been right standing with you. Forgive me. And according to 1 John 1, 9, you say, if I, for, I, if I confess my sins, you're faithful and just to forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Now, Lord, I don't feel like it, like you've been with me. I don't feel it, Lord. But the Lord, you said it, I believe it. Hanging in a man rush Don't come out of that. Pray the Holy Ghost for a long time and let your mind just be 
in peace. And listen, sometimes you may know, you may hear a voice, sometimes you'll not even hear a voice, sometimes you'll hear nothing except his peace. And you go and sleep. Did you sleep that day? Deeply? <laughs> and I prayed for her on some, something ministering to her. She said, oh, tonight I'm going to sleep. And that's what happened. Exactly, I've prayed for so many people. I said, oh, God, I don't know the last time I felt, I felt like sleeping. But tonight I'm going to sleep. And I've, I've done that. I mean, I've, I've prayed for people. Sometimes I pray for people and they, they sleep and say, leave them. Let them sleep. That is good. That's healthy. Hey, don't ever allow the devil to take you off sleep. Really, seriously, don't. When I get to bed, I'm ready. I really, I, I sleep. You know, I say like you, I mean, you, you know, one time she said, oh my goodness, you, you slept and, and uh, you, you're just uh, snoring. I said, no, that's not snoring. That's roaring. That's how lions do. <laughs> they sleep, they, they roar. They sleep. <laughs> I, it last, I think last night or so, she was telling me something and then answered. She said, oh, whoa, Shindy. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> that's a good place to be. I don't know what she said. And I said something else. And she said, and I said something else. And she said, oh, whoa, Shindy. I said, that's right. I'm more than a conqueror. <laughs> But he has not left me alone. He'll never leave you. Are you seeing in him? That's the same promise. He has given us the Holy Spirit to teach us and guide us into all truth and then to be with us, church. But listen, it's a conscious decision to be aware of his presence. Not your feelings. His spirit it's a conscious decision on your part and my part to be aware of his presence. He's in me. He's in me. Listen to this other one. He knew where he came from and ultimately where he was going back to after having fulfilled the will of the Father on earth. So he knew where he came from, and ultimately he knew where he was going back after fulfilling the will of the Father on earth. Some believers, I'm telling you, they get lost on this earth. They get lost. No longer know where they came from, because they are born in him. And they even are not even conscious of where they are going after. They get lost this earth. Do you know how to get lost it? In the affairs of this life. All the time. All the time. My plot, my bills, my car, if I got another job, more education, all those things are good. But you better be conscious of your assignment. I won't do your part. You won't do my part. We are joined together as a body, but you better know your son. Or else, oh, let me give you a, a, another one. 
When I was in the Bible school, and the Bible school teachers, I mean instructors, instructors, will say like, you need to look for a job. Just because you're in a Bible school does not mean that you cannot have a job. You know, you, you need to. Even if you're called into the ministry, you can start meanwhile looking for a job. Oh, that was not me. I thought those are people of the 15 who are here with me. But that's not me. God told me exactly what. I'm not supposed to look for a job. I wanted, but he told me no. <laughs> I had a clear dream one time of a certain family member. They were, they were planning how that I need to get a job. Too late. That's why the God had given me instruction, really, uh, to come out of my family members and went to live in a slum alone. Alone. So that, what does that mean? I'm not depending on anyone. So you want a job? Or, you know, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not talking about, you understand? I'm talking about me after I knew what God has, had called me to. Don't say like pastor said, we leave our jobs. No, <laughs> I am not shakahola thing. You understand that? <laughs> you understand? No, not so. I'm saying this, listen. Listen, pay attention. Don't do things because people are doing. And then be aware of your assignment and be aware of where you're going because this earthly life is temporary. But listen to this, has eternal effect. You know, God is just, uh, uh, there's no way one will be rewarded for that which he didn't do. That will be unjust. Be diligent in knowing your assignment and doing it. You aren't called to be born, go to school, get a job, retire at 60, do business after retirement, and then be up country, be visited by your grandchildren once in a while, and then we come for a funeral. That's not what you are born, or what you are born for. Amen. Then we have to follow what God has called us to. <laughs> and a certain pastor say this. It's so funny. With his wife. They are, he turned 70 this past two weeks ago. He said that we went to a certain doctor. And he said, you, you all have retired? He said this, I, we felt like attacking him. <laughs> he said we felt like attacking that doctor. Why, we don't feel like retiring. We don't think about retirement. We think about fulfilling our assignment. I think many people that they don't, if they don't have anything to, to do, what happens? They don't see any reason of living. Now let me talk about uh, you all are not the age of retirement, so let's, let's not talk about that. We'll talk about that after 10, 15 years. Are you all kept quiet? I thought you were going to protest. He knew where he came from and ultimately where he was going back to after having fulfilled the will of the Father on earth. Let's go to John 8, 12 to 14. <clears throat> I really pray this is stirring up some things inside of you. 
I know I, it's going to stir some things inside of you because I got it from the Lord. Now look at this. Then John sp jo Jesus spoke to them again saying, I'm the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness. That's important right there. But have the light of life. Let's go to the next one. The Pharisees therefore said to him, you bear witness of yourself. Your witness is not true. Oh, really? He answered and said to them, even if I bear witness of myself, my witness is true. For I know where I came from. <laughs> Did you see that? I know where I came from and where I'm going. Anyone who can say that, I know I've come from our born again person and I know where I'm going. <laughs> and he says this, for you do not know where I came from and where I am going. And what does he say next? You judge according to the flesh, I judge no one. Go ahead. And yet if I do judge, my judgment is true, for I am not alone but I am with the father who sent me who I know where I am from I know where I'm going how many people do I pray for and they say well, we don't know about the future oh you will if you pay attention to the, the inner person you will know. Why not? Why not? I'll never have an image of sitting somewhere under a tree as an old man. Ah, oh, never, 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 never. And mark my words, you young people, you will not see me, that old man just not doing, not knowing what to do. No, no, no. I'll do it to the end of my life and I'll just give my... Spirit, and I'll go home. Mark my words. I said it when I was young in my 20s. I've continued saying it, and I'll continue saying it. And I found from the scriptures I don't have to be sick to go home. Just like I don't travel up country because I'm sick. Heaven is my home. Why will I get sick to go home? Did you hear that? I'm so sick I'm traveling up country now because I'm sick. Did you get what I'm saying? You better think that way. Heaven is your ultimate home. Do you get sick? You have to get sick for you to go home? It's like, oh, this Christmas I didn't get sick, so I didn't go home. <laughs> and, oh yeah, we, we can laugh about it, but that's the way people think. That's why sometimes I just, <laughs> there's a time I said I need to be aware of it some more, but I say like, so what, what was he sick? You know, when you tell someone died, that you're setting yourself to that thinking. Oh, so-and-so died. Oh, was he sick? Oh, you are agreeing with the devil. That sickness will kill you. I said, oh, pastor, I don't believe that. That's upon you. But then I asked, so what killed him? What killed him? Oh, yeah, he was uh, sick. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Was he sick? <laughs> For how long? 
Uh, you, you want the length of time? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Are you seeing that the way? Look, look at this. Nothing manifests without speaking. So you keep saying that's the same image you are setting. That's why people, some people fear a little bit when they become sick because they think, what are they, what do people fear when they get sick? Death. How about if you fear no death? Sickness cannot cling on you. Just drops off. <sighs> Maybe you think like this guy is from the moon, I'm here in the other star. No, no, that's the word. It's a covenant. Now look at this then. <clears throat> Let's go to John 18, 8, still, 21, 24. Go to 21, 24, verse 21, 24. Then we'll go a certain direction. Oh, man, I'm enjoying it until I'm always running. So quick. Then Jesus said to them, I'm going away and you'll seek me and you'll die in your sin. Where I go, you cannot come. Look <laughs> at what they said. So the Jews, they say, say, he said, will he kill himself? Can you see people who are full of death? <laughs> can, can you imagine? <laughs> I don't know if you read the scriptures and laugh. You know, you know, sir. Can they imagine? They thought he's a prophet. They say he has a demon, and they think like, oh, someone is a prophet. But what does he say? He's, 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 uh, he's from heaven. And then they say, okay, will he call? In, in actual sense, what does it mean? Will he commit suicide? <laughs> so will he kill himself because he says, where you go, you cannot come? Good Lord, Jesus, help them. And he said to them, you're from beneath. Now that's the problem. <laughs> that's the beneath people. You see that? That's the problem. You're from beneath. I'm from above. You're of this world. I'm not of this world. Now what follows next? Therefore I say to you that you will die in your sins if you do not believe that I am he. You will die in your sins. You say this, you're from beneath. Your thinking is earthly. And not just being earthly, demonically influenced. Because not earthly is not bad. You understand? But the, the problem is the influence of the kingdom of darkness. If one is walking, living an earthly, general life like anyone else. Therefore, listen to this. We should always stay in a place that, in a, in a place where we know who we are in him. The eternal one. Let me see if I said that. Yeah, we, that therefore we should always stay in a place where we know, we know that we are in him. We know that we are in him. We know that we are in him. We are in who? In the eternal one, capital O. Eternal one. We are in him. What does that mean? We have the same attitude. We are not of this world. We are the same attitude. We are not earthly. We have the same attitude. We have an assignment to fulfill. We have the same attitude. We always do the things that please the Father. How? By faith we go to the covenant. Are you seeing that? Therefore, we seek to hear him. Concerning our day-to-day -day life. Concerning things that we ought to do on our day-to-day -day life. That's peace. That's tranquility. Until when he say, the reason I live 
is to worship you. Don't forget, worshiping is not singing songs. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle of obedience, submission, in prostration to the Lord's will all the time. Always do the things that please Him. Romans 8, 19. I was thinking, now this is my, my thoughts, but in line with the scriptures, I was thinking, now listen to this. Wait before you write. Just think about this. We see him walking in the will of the Father. We see him. He knew his assignment. He said, I know where I've come from. I know where I'm going. And he fulfilled the will of the Father. I was thinking, therefore, the heart of the Father, for you and I believers, is which, is which one? Is that English? Oh, what is the heart of the Father? Let me put it better so that I'm not speaking in vernacular. Let me put it better. Now, what is the heart of the Father? To us believers. What's the heart of the Father? What's the heart of the Father? What does he want for us believers? And then I thought it came up in my heart is this. To be just like his son. To be just like his son. We are aware of who we are. We are aware of what we are doing on this earth. We are aware this is a temporary assignment. Though with eternal Results. You understand? Our, our, our temporary habitation. Therefore, I believe God wants us to be, not by faith, but in actual sense, to be just like his son. With that, he led me to Romans chapter 8, verse 19, the Passion Translation. Get ready to run. I don't think you will, the way you get quiet. <laughs> look at look, look at verse, verse nine. Let me read it from the amplifier. I mean from uh, the Passion Translation, then I'll say I'll say some things there also. They have put some some things there explaining the Passion Translation does especially when you have this online one. It says this the entire universe is standing on tiptoe. <laughs> Listen to that, what it says. The, the Greek word here, just pay attention to this. The Greek word here means intense anticipation. The whole word, the whole uni, the entire universe standing on tiptoe is intense anticipation or anxiously anticipating what is about to happen or with an outstretched neck. Sure, that's anticipation. You see that? Now they all, the entire universe standing on, 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 on tiptoe and then say this, yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. Woo! You've been veiled for a long time. But he's waiting for that. Listen to this. And then, let me see if I can say some things there. The unveiling. Now, Okay, just a moment. He says this, or it's the manifestations of this manifestation of the sons of God. Interestingly, the Greek word used for uh, unveiling is here is apocalypsis, which is actual revelation, you know, like the book of Revelation. 
is the same word for the full title of the last book of the Bible, the Revelation, which means what? Unveiling, all right, of Jesus Christ. The created universe is but the backdrop for the dramatic appearing of God's sons and daughters unveiled with the glory of Jesus Christ upon them. Okay, not yet. I told you you'll run and you're just about to. The verb tense in the Greek text is clear that this unveiling is imminent, soon to happen, and destined to take place. Listen to this. Christ's glory will come to us, enter us, fill us, envelop us, and then be revealed through us as partakers of the glory. Woo! Hallelujah! That's good. And he says, although God will not share his glory with any other, we are no longer another. For we are one with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit through faith in Christ. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! That's right there. Right there. Right there. Oh, we... What the Lord did for us, church, we have really to pray and believe God and don't allow yourself to be blinded by the earthly, earthly things or challenges. But looking unto him, the finish and author, the author and finish of your faith, looking unto him. Now, So the creation also is looking. Listen to Philippians 3.20, Amplified Classic Version. Then I'll see if we can take some time to pray from that heavenly perspective. Earthly is all you've forsaken me. Heavenly is different. Perspective. Now look at this. Our Amplified Classic Version says this. But we are citizens of the state. Commonwealth. Homeland. Not across the street. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> we are citizens of the state. Commonwealth. Homeland. Which is in heaven. What follows next? Shout it out. From it. Don't forget. From it. From it. From it. In other words, God is saying, I want my people to operate from heaven though they are living on earth. That, I taught and taught, I think last year and last year, but one, praying from his presence, that changes everything. From it. And that, that means that for a few minutes here we said pray, we can pray from that heavenly perspective. And I'm telling you, this, this room, however few of us we are, they will be filled by just the presence of God manifesting. I've, I've experienced that in prayer all along. Oh, it's good. If your body was feeling weak, you feel like, man, I'm ready. I'm ready to run. You say, but pastor, don't run. You can run if you wanted to. No, I don't like running. It has nothing to do with you don't like. You can. <laughs> you see that? He says, but we are citizens of the state, commonwealth. Homeland, which is in heaven, and from it, also we earnestly, 
and patiently wait. Did you see that? Remember Romans 8, 8, 8 what? 8, 19? And, and we earnestly and patiently await the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, Savior. Hey, that is being way above the perilous times. Because see, I'm, I'm operating from up. You see what I'm saying? I'm operating from up there. Jesus said, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. He says, I always do the things that please the Father. He says, I'm, I'm not from beneath. I'm from above. That's exactly the same mentality that we should have concerning our redemption. And then he says this. The message translation says this. There's far more life to us. We are citizens of high heaven. You're still seated. <laughs> Did you have? There's a far... Uh, what is that? Let's see. Yeah, but there's far more to life for us. Not limited to a government. Not limited to a, to earthly. Look at this. Not limited to any earthly economy. What does it say? Think about this. Citizenship, or your citizenship is from heaven. Listen to this. For God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory. In other words, he says, your citizenship is of heaven. This is what I, the way I like thinking. In fact, I was thinking about today. It was it Monday, it just dawned on me. That's even more powerful. And you can tell my heart is anticipating all around. I think of this. God has access to how many people on the earth? Eight billion? About eight billion? God has access to about eight billion hearts. That he can wake up someone and tell him, I have a month in Kenya. It's called Davis Kimori. This is his mobile phone number. This is his bank account. I want you to transfer that. Okay. Do you know, do I, do I show a scripture? Genesis 20. Abimelech was told in a, by God in a dream, behold, you are a dead man. Because the woman you have in your house is someone else's wife. I said, God. I said, that's the same God. He's never changed. So you see, it will be error for me to be looking at Rose. Rose will give me 20,000. I'm limiting myself. God knows billions ways of making me wealthy. You say like, oh, I think about uh, eight, uh, maybe two billion are poor of, uh, or nine, uh, what, seven? Maybe I'm saying example. If out of eight, you say like, but five billion are poor. Say he doesn't care about that. He can use the, the two to get it. <laughs> <laughs> He can use the two billion to get me. He doesn't have to have, hey, he doesn't need all of them to contribute a shilling each. <laughs> Life is so simple, you can just complicate it. Yeah. Hey, let's look at the covenant, what God says. So, oh God, oh God, you, do you know of any way of making me wealthy? I say, oh, yeah, I did that. Have a billion, eight billion ways of making you wealthy. Because I won't drain any money from heaven. Have eight billion ways. All the money that you need is on this earth. We didn't see at the end, and Solomon went with all the gold to heaven. Did you see that? How much wealth did he have? Did he go with it? It's all here. Also, it, ro it rotted. No, it's still here. In circulation. And much of it is in the hands of fools. 
What is a fool? Fool that says in his heart there's no God. God knows how to get them. Fools are usually threatened. <laughs> Let's go. Look at John 3, 31. We finish this amplified. And we go a certain area. A certain direction. The amplified 331. But did you see that there's far more life to us for us? There's far more life to life. Eh? There's far more to life for us. You, did you see that? We are citizens of what? Say I'm a citizen of high heaven. You operate from there. You think that way. That's why I like Colossians 3. I can go into those. I mean, I taught for weeks here yeah, about uh, our citizenship. I, I, I taught it just before ele the elections to help you renew your mind. John 3, 31 says this. He who comes from heaven above is above all others. He who is of the earth is from the earth and speaks about things of the earth. You see that? Hey, what was the conversation of Jesus all the time? He says, I'm speaking what I'm hearing from the Father. What is he speaking from heaven? Do you see that? Mm, let me see if I'll say something about, see if we can, you're able to understand this or maybe to sow a seed into your heart, then you can use, God can use it in the future. <clears throat> I've realized something in prayer. I can start praying in the Holy Ghost. And uh, depending on where I was, my mind was at, I can have just, Thoughts here and there, you know, thoughts. Maybe like, oh, yeah, I need to go. Maybe after this, I need, I need to have an appointment, maybe so and so. You know, I can have those thoughts. But I won't stop there. I, I keep praying in the Holy Ghost. And then at some point, realize my thoughts start changing now. I'm getting more focused. Then, so the, the other one, if you're not careful, you can stop right there. You know, yeah, I need to have an appointment. Then after that, I need to go to the supermarket. I need to stay, finish praying in the next 10 minutes. You won't go far. Because you are... Let's see if this will, will say something to you. But then I realized, you take more time. And remember, you are striving to focus. You, you understand? Don't let your mind wander. The Bible says it's unfruitful, but listen to this, you can focus it on the scriptures. And then at some point, all of a sudden realize, hmm, now there is more life in my praying in tongues than when I began. And this is what I've seen, of an, I've experienced over and over again. At some point, scriptures become so alive and the questions that I have I get like the transparency is the, the response is through the scriptures. And listen to this. The ones that I don't get direct answers, it will be just peace. To be just peace. But the amazing thing when it comes to that is a uh, Scriptures are the ones that are coming alive in your heart. The conversation is more on the scriptures. And then, how do, you want to, how do I put it? Lord, help me. You get the answers through the scriptures. 
And I've had to think many times in this manner. God says this, forever my word is settled in heaven. In other words, you're not in the earthly realm anymore. You've come into my presence. Remember, he says this, come boldly to the throne of grace, that you may obtain what? Mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And what does he say? In, in him, actually, in, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, we've been raised together with him. We've been made together to sit together with him and in, in Christ. Now, that, that means the conversation there is, is heavenly and is the living word of God. Maybe that's a seed. Maybe you may not understand now, but maybe that's a seed. But do you know how you can, you can get more understanding that? Pray in the Holy Ghost for, for quite some time. And, and, and see yourself. Now listen to what I'm about to say. Don't pray from the earthly realm. Have the scriptures concerning him, having been raised together. Remember you're in him. Is he on, is he on earth? I'm asking, is he on earth? We've been raised together with him. Then think about him. Think about heaven. Think about the scriptures, what he says. And then what happens, oh, I'm, I'll, I'll make a few statements over here. He who, be, he who comes from heaven above is above all others. We are born of God, church. That means you are born of the spirit. That means we have this earthly body, but actually the man inside is heavenly. And that's where we'll ultimately go. But he says our citizenship is, is, is in heaven. From there we can operate on this earth, only on this earth. If, if we can't access God's presence, then Hebrews 4.16 is not true. Or Ephesians 2.6 is not true. But God says you can access his presence. We can come into his presence. Therefore, I want in the few minutes we are going to pray over here. I want you to pray earthly. Have your mind on the scriptures describing the heavenly presence. And let your heart be open. If you had knees in your, in your mind that really been throbbing kind of your head, just, just forget about that. You, you can whisper, God, you are more, than, more important than any need I have. Now listen to what I'm about to say, then we'll pray. So he says... He who comes from above, heaven above is above all others, and he who is of the earth is from the earth, and speaks what? About things of the earth. Listen, listen, listen this. His viewpoint and experience are earthly. Does that mean anything to you? His viewpoint and experience are earthly. He who comes from heaven is above all. Above all, therefore, I made a statement, and I made it even last year. I'm saying it again. When you change your viewpoint, your experiences changes too. Your experiences change too. You see that? Your, his viewpoint and experience are earthly. Therefore, when you change your viewpoint, your experiences change. Many people have natural viewpoint, then they experience the tragedies of natural realm. When you change your viewpoint, 
And that experience also becomes, you have a, a new viewpoint, heavenly viewpoint, you'll have also experience heavenly things. And we have a few moments to demonstrate that. Anyone who's ready? Praise God. So what are we praying for? Let's focus on him. Our citizenship. Let, let, let's, let's pray from there. And then we can focus on, at some point, depending on where we are, we can start praying now for the church of Christ, beginning from us, to rise up. To have that heavenly culture. I'm telling you, you remember when, when Moses spent that time in, in, on, in, in the Mount, Mount Sinai? When he came down, what happened? That's what he carried. Heavenly presence. What about Jesus during the transfiguration? Even Peter didn't know what to say except, can we make a tent here? Now that's what heavenly presence does. Stand up on your feet, please. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Can I hear you are hallelujah? Hallelujah is a heavenly word. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Lord. Let's just thank him. I have some few minutes here demonstrating his, his presence. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for... Your presence here. All that you've made available to us through your son Jesus Christ. Even that heavenly presence on this earth. I'm asking you, Father, for the demonstration of the same in our prayer this evening. Thank you. Thank you that you are in us and with us. You said you'll never leave us nor forsake us. Thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you, sir. Let's go ahead. Just take some liberty. Don't be distracted. Just, just don't be distracted at all. Oh, glory to God. I hope, I, I believe I have some insight concerning some things of the times that we are living. We see in that scripture in 2 Timothy chapter 3 about very last times, dark times, fierce. But that's of the kingdom of darkness. That's the manifestation of the kingdom of darkness. Because you see the enemy knows that his time is short. He's about to be thrown into darkness forever in the lake of fire but what about the children of the light 
glorious times ahead of them and they are about to enter into eternal liberty in Christ the redemption even there of their bodies so they don't wait until that time because they are people of faith they live by faith even when they are perilous times they gaze at the glory they expect the glory of God to manifest even in these earthly bodies for you see as the scriptures say we have the excellence of this power in this earthen vessels so because they are dark times it doesn't have to be dark in your life light the glory of god should be so visible as you look at your redeemer as you anticipate even the powers of the age to come manifesting in your life it's like a great rehearsal of the things that you're about to enter in because the son of god is coming soon so you see because of the future that you have in, he has in store for you don't be like the people who walk in darkness but stand as a person of the light as children of light and expect light expect the glory of god expect the leading of the holy spirit and as you do this your life becomes better and better you don't have to say words of the world world people of doom of darkness of insufficiency no say the words of the glory sufficiency glory provision strength to do the will of god and do your assignment very well because you are provided for by your redeemer yours is not earthly is heavenly just as we have seen concerning the son of god he did not rely on the earth to accomplish the divine purpose for which he came for he relied on the father he relied on the holy spirit to accomplish the will of the father it is the same you have received the holy spirit heaven is standing cloud of witnesses are standing cheering you on so don't faint don't grow weary look at your redeemer and keep expecting that glory to just come around you to just manifest through you and you will know provision you will know divine health you will know strength you will know peace you will know heavenly presence no matter where you are or no matter what happens in this in this life praise god hallelujah 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 give him praise hallelujah hallelujah give him praise hallelujah Amen. hallelujah hallelujah go ahead and put that Isaiah 6 over there the amplified plastic version 
depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Rise to a new life. That's a heavenly life. Rise to a new life. Shine, be radiant with the glory of the Lord for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and dense darkness all peoples, but the Lord shall rise upon your Jerusalem and his glory shall be seen on Father, we do thank you and praise you. What a joy concerning the things that you have given to us by your Spirit. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, and these things that have been revealed to us. Father, I pray for the revelation of the glory of God upon your people. Let it be real more than any earthly need. Let it be real than any earthly ambition. Let the will of heaven be real in their lives. We worship you, 